What's up, everybody? This is Culture Chords. What's up, everybody? This is Culture Chords, and I'm Merlin. Tonight, we'll be talking with a upcoming R&B artist here from California. So why don't you tell us who is Apollo Jones? Um, Apollo Jones is a singer-songwriter from Los Angeles, California. Uh, I'm really from the Valley, so I tell everybody I'm from LA. But uh, I have been making music since I was really young, and I started, you know, releasing my music last year. And I am so excited to show my music to the world. Now, we talked about this earlier that your name isn't actually Apollo Jones, but it's your artist name. Now, what yeah. made you go with Apollo Jones? Um, Apollo is the Greek god of the sun, and you can't hit the sun with any stones that you draw. So, I, I, I really like the, I really like the idea behind that. That's cool. Okay, that's different. I didn't expect that at all. Um, honestly, I was thinking of like spacecraft when I just saw your name. But, I mean, you're from the Valley. Um, did you grow up there? Uh, I grew up there, and then when I was seven, my mom moved us over to Denver, Colorado. So I lived there for seven years, and then I moved back with my dad in high school. And so I've been, like, 14. 14. So okay. Well, I was just going to ask, like, what age do you think um, music kind of really played a big part in your life not when you started making it your career but when you kind of paid attention to the music more i've always loved music i remember when i was nine years old uh my my grandpa's been making music uh just for like grandpa's been making music as long as i've been alive and longer than that he was a jazz artist um and he made a song called america and i just remember like really tuning in on like all of the grotto that in his voice and like the work that he was doing and having the song on repeat so that I could know the words you know, and, and, and know how to perform the singing, you know what I mean, know, know how to. So that was really the first time that I really focused on how to sing. And then from then on, I just kind of caught the bug of like every everything that I listened to, I just listened to it super deeply and every instrument, every every little piece of it, I'm like, there's, there's in every song that I hear and I can hear, I can hear it. 50 100 times and every time that I listen to it there's something new that I can pick up well I mean like what uh what what age would you said it was like nine ten years old when you really listened to your grandfather's music yeah he dropped it in 2009 or 2008 it was it was around the time of the, the recession you know when when the housing market crashed um he was super into you know America not being uh trashed you know what I mean it's, it's kind of falling off so that was kind of the object of the song but like it was around that time right okay and it was jazz music which i find it's pretty fitting for your type of flow um i don't want to say your sound really resembles r&b but you have that that kind of vibe that kind of is wow i just said kind of a lot um <laughs> that's similar to rex life raj i'm not sure if you listen to him um, an yeah. Another artist that I remind me of was um, Elastic by Brandon, which I was just like hooked on immediately. But I think it's your voice and the way you use the instruments. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I love Rich Life, Rich Life Rush. 
I, I love the cadences those guys use. Yeah. Um, I I remember, you know, my, my mom was also a singer because it, it, I just have a very musical family. Um, so my grandfather was was a jazz artist her whole, um, and so she grew up singing her whole life. And I just remember like singing Mar- uh, Mariah Carey and Mary J. Blige, and I'd be four years. Okay. So yeah, I just remember um like singing my heart out and. Uh, the back seat of the car, like I was a forty-year-old divorced woman. You know what I mean? Like, like everybody had always felt like I, I loved it, and, and that was, you know, that, that, those are some of my best memories, like some of my favorite memories. Yeah. Uh, just like on commutes, because my mom died in Santa Clarita, and my dad lived in the valley, so I would go forth when I was younger. So it was always super long car rides with a lot of R and B music. I love, uh, you know. All, all of the divas, all of the all of the great divas, Beyonce, gotta love Beyonce. But yeah, you you know what I think is funny about that, just because like when we're at that young age, like we sing with our whole heart, right? About like lyrics that we have no idea what they really mean. You know, like we just know like the person's hurting, but we don't know their experience. But we really love the music, right? <laughs> You can you can feel the emotions. I feel like I feel like when we're kids, we're honestly a little bit more human. That you know you know as life goes on, you get all of the all of the nasty stuff that comes with life and like how hard life is. So you're you're you get skewed. But we're very pure beings when we're little kids, and that's just like you can feel the emotions because that's stripping that down and being that kid when you're making that music is stripping that down and finding that childlike uh emotional draw you know what i mean just 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 feeling that the way that it comes in you know what i mean it's 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 crazy you know mary j blige when she was singing um i forget the song name but it you know anytime she sings really it's just like it you could feel it you can feel her you could feel the she and so like a four-year-old could catch that a blind man could catch it you know stevie wonder could do it you know what was um i mean just like growing up on these car rides like what was your favorite song to like belt out um what is that song it's the can do mix of uh mary j blige um, oh 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 no i gotta be with her um i know where you're thinking of i can see the album cover in my head right now Right, exactly. I'll be with you. I'll be with you. Oh, I'm sorry. It's like your phone went on mute. Or sorry about that. I, I 10 percent on my battery. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, I played the. Okay. So um, yeah, Mariah Carey. Uh, oh, I can't think of it. it it's okay. Uh, I, I really can't right now. No, you're good. I'm guessing that was the song that um, what's it called? that you would really like to sing all the time absolutely absolutely yeah and then some bob marley stuff too mm-hmm. cross safari stuff now i mean this is we're talking about the album that's um she's talking she has like a hat on braids like a blue cover right that, that's what's the 411 right that's um i'm not thinking i'm not thinking of what's the 411 i'm thinking of um uh, oh, be with you, right? Be with you. Be, be with you. That's it. <laughs> be, that's the song of the of the generation. 
Room was amazing. Every, everybody sang that song with the heartbroken, like it, like if you heard it one time. Yeah. No, I mean, no doubt about that, especially if you were like an R&B fan, you already, like, we didn't even know the names, but we knew the song, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I love, I, and so, yeah, I just, that's, that's how I was, that's my, that's my upbringing in music was definitely R&B, jazz, and like, um, that soul, you know, just, just really like getting into the soul. Mm. I, I love that. No, I mean, like, with the era that you grew up in, like, who would you say was, like, I don't want to say, like, the queen, because, I mean, that's obviously, like, Mary J. Blige and Mariah, uh, Mariah Carey, but who would you say is, like, the prince and princess of R&B? Prince and princess of R&B? I mean, I wouldn't even say the queen is Mary J. Or, or you know, honestly, I would say Beyonce is the queen. Beyonce is Queen B. And, like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, but that I wouldn't give that to anybody else. You know, she's still doing it 30 years later. You know, it's insane. She's doing full choreo. She's doing, uh, you know, breaking records with her tours. She's a queen. Um, but at the time, there was a song that came out called Until the End of Time. With um, Justin. Or- like, and and yeah. Beyonce. Right. That was amazing. I've always loved Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake is amazing as an R&B artist. Um, and nobody was really doing it like him. I mean, Usher, you could say Chris Brown, you know, you could say, you could say, you could see it, you could say a lot of different guys. Um, but you know, I really like the, I really liked his entire first album with my Pharrell and that he had a lot of funk and like a lot, you know, danceability to all of his songs, mm-hmm. especially early on. Yeah. So. I would say I would give that to Justin to be very uh, controversial, and then uh, <laughs> I give the princess to Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys is damn. Oh well, actually, I mean, I'm not going to disagree with that, but I'm like surprised that you didn't really say like Keisha Cole. Keisha Cole was amazing. Keisha Cole is amazing. Jasmine Sullivan is slept on. I love Jasmine Sullivan. Oh yeah, She's- Jasmine. No, I mean, the answers still work. It's like the artists who you think of like on the spot too, you know, because it's just like, okay, like these artists had an influence you, an influence on you in some way, some form. Right. Definitely. Now, when it comes to your music, how would you describe your sound to like a someone who hasn't listened to you before? Um. So my sound is under construction. I mean, it's not under construction. There's there's, there's a bit of a change happening with it right now. Mm-hmm. I'm getting into a lot more funky kind of music. So I would say like it's gonna be very similar to um, the internet. And very similar to that first album that Justin made, um, there's going to be a lot of danceability and, and funk elements to, to my music. But initially, right now, my my, song, my songs are very lovey. It's like Frank Ocean, but like in love and uh, <laughs> not heartbroken. 
joking, you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, it's a different side of Frank Ocean. <laughs> yeah, different side of Frank. And so, like, that's, that's it's like uh, the Forrest Gump Frank, you know what I mean? It's real, real. All right. I mean, I love that you said that too, just because I was listening to your singles and you actually released two in 2023. Yeah. Um, I think it was called Pleasure and Flowers. Now, yes. I love both of them, honestly, but they are also different from each other where Flowers, at least when I was listening to it, it just felt, felt like you're giving her your flowers, you know, like you're showing how much you appreciate this girl in your life. And then when it comes to like pleasure, that funk beat that you were talking about, um, there's like a part of the song where it goes a little bit more upbeat. And it reminded me of the song Lover Boy. Um, I'm not even going to try to say his name, but I'm going to send you the song after this live and you'll see what I'm talking about. But it's you, I love how you kind of you didn't go too far from one and the other. Like it's still that R&B flow. But you have more of an R&B, like, dance, upbeat, let's get down. And then more of a, hey, let me share my feelings with you. Like a slow and steady kind of song. Absolutely. So that And, and I wanted to get that out because it was the middle of winter and I was in my feelings. So I, I, I had to get that out there. Um, but everything else that I've been making has been very fun to be able to have, you know, really cool music videos. They don't make really cool music videos anymore. I want to have something with like a, a color theme stuff like that like a uh, crush on you by Lil and Lil Caesar and those like those are those are classics so I, I just love the videos and I wish that that MTV kind of era was still relevant you know oh my god I miss the MTV era I remember like getting ready for like school and all of a sudden I would just watch MTV while getting ready and watch all these music videos yeah, you can barely see anything but you're like it sounds good oh that looks crazy that right was the- that was such a golden era but i mean when it comes to your music videos because you were just saying like you want to make some cool music videos now what do you mean by that because right when you said like you want to bring color but with your flow also it kind of reminds me of pink sweats in a way where he has so much color in his videos and it's so like they're not all happy songs, but you just get good vibes from those videos, right? Yeah, absolutely. I love Pink Swiss. Pink Swiss, and he sings with other too. You know, he he has such an insane range. He can sing like like Stevie Wonder. You know what I mean? And he's he's a heavier set guy, but like he he really can blow, and and it's insane. Like like I I I do wish I could sing like that guy. That guy can sing amazing. And so like um. Yeah, I, I love Pink Sweats and his videos are, there's always a color theme. There's always, uh, um, you know, generally pink and purple, but like, it's it's very eye-catching and it's like, it, it makes you, it draws you into the video. And that's what that's what I was trying to go for, is that feeling of uh, unanimous decision with my colors, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, it makes sense. I think um, the first video that I just thought of right now was, um, the one with Kaylani. Why am I forgetting names right now? Um, you caught the bug for me. That's. Oh, man. Like, oh, worst days. There we go. And it was just like the video is so cute. It's so simple. There's nothing crazy going on. But it's like you're talking about the colors kind of just like pop off and like give you this feeling like really pink, obviously, is the theme. 
right? Yeah. But then like there's like pops of yellow and you just notice it's like brighter but softer colors, which are also representing the song in a way, right? It just feels like feels like trick yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally that's a great example right there. So like you saying that, is that kind of like when you create these videos, like you'd love your audience your listeners to not only listen to it but like really take get a, get a taste for your music like your what you're feeling at that time yeah i i, I have songs that i made when i was pissed off i want i want the theme to be red i want to be angry i want to feel angry you know what i mean I, like playboy cardi is really good at that i i, I like the way i like the use of colors from a very select few artists you know what i mean it's 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 it's, it's an art that's becoming lost but it's not lost at all and and i really want to get into just exploring that as much as possible when i'm doing my artistry now i mean we just talked about like how you just released two singles pleasure and flowers just last year but why do you think it took you until like last year to actually release music um honestly i had so many so i started like recording music probably 2018 um and i started producing beats and stuff like that in 2018 as well um and i'm not sure exactly it was being shy maybe just just not believing in myself fully but i really and i wanted to get my music to a point where i really respected it and i loved the like the product that i that i put out and i finally feel like i'm at that point where i can produce that consistently so I put out my first two singles and I want to continue to put out music that's at that level. I think that that's what it was. It's just like I wasn't able to produce the lyrics as consistently. I wasn't able to produce uh, maybe the vocal performances consistently, but I've been working on everything over time. Now, like with these last two singles, like would you say like that's your best work so far? Like you're actually like really proud of what you did or, or would you say like you were just testing out the waters wanted to release something um yeah honestly i was just i think that was just like the minimum threshold that i wanted to reach um because every time that i make um i feel like that's better than the last song that i made and so like i i feel like i'm in that kind of a role right now where yeah let me just put out this song that i you know made because i made pleasure um in 2022 or i wrote it and and it was almost completely finished uh like 2022 or like that beginning of 2023 um and then i released it finally by october because i got it recorded in the studio and then got it mastered and all that released it in october um flowers was prior to that i have songs that i have written that are demoed and recorded and ready to release i just have to start doing the promo for them and so like everything writing now is for three months in the future now at this point you know four months in the future yeah and so yeah, I, I wanted to get a good amount down so I could, make, you know, drop a release. I wanted to do a waterfall release. Got you. I mean, and just from your music right now, like, I can honest, honestly say, like, I'm already into it. Like, this is my type of music. I usually love listening to R&B. So, like, the fact that, like, um, I think it was Pleasure, again, um, that one just kind of threw me off guard because I thought it was going to be similar to Flowers. But then hearing that little upbeat moment, I was just like... <laughs> Oh, this is cuter now. <laughs> I I I love that song. I really do love that song. There's parts of it that I 
regret about it, but like there are lessons that I learned, you know what I mean? I started to take L's lessons, not as losses, you know what I mean? And that's honestly been my biggest uh, growth factor in making music. So like hearing something that I didn't like, I just have just tried to grow as much as possible from each mistake that I felt. Now talking about growth, like let's just say maybe one day you run into this artist, right? And they're just like, hey, let me help you grow. Maybe become like a mentor for you. Like who would you want that to be? Tyler Creator. Ooh, uh, okay, why Tyler? Tyler's the most free artist out right now. Yeah. He's, he does what he wants and that's like, like as far as like, like, like my demographic, my age, I know he's probably like 10 years older than me or so, but like he's, he's the most free and his influences are very similar to my influences. I love Pharrell, I love, I love the Neptunes, I love NERD, like that's, that's my cup of tea. So like every, I, I feel like I would be able to learn a lot from him because of what he's been able to do. And so many, like, like he's, the, he's, a, he's a rapper first and foremost, but he's transcended so many different things. He can teach me how to get on TV me how to do different things because I have a lot of ideas and stuff that I would like to get into as far as that's concerned. But yeah, uh, Tyler, for sure. Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely understand that because especially like when I think of Tyler, I think of like not only a musician, but an entrepreneur, you know, yeah. and he has done so many things, but it just shows like he is a risk taker. He is a creative. He goes after what he wants. And also talking about like colors, like he's not afraid to show his style and be who he is right he has like no front he's gonna say what he wants so um i mean i agree with you i would pick tyler too <laughs> i miss the shit man uh, i love tyler and his most his most recent album like the deluxe was amazing i love the deluxe and he was just talking shit and just like i i always that that was probably the most, most motivated things i ever heard and it heavily influenced me to drop all of my music you know what i mean i, I love i love tyler for that so yeah definitely tyler Got you. I mean, when it comes to upcoming music, though, um, when can we expect a new single or album? We're going to have a new single by the end of this month. Ooh, okay. Um, it's going to be the first of, like, a string of songs that are going to be um, EP-centric, or not EP-centric, uh, funk-centric, and it's going to be the second release in my EP. So I'm doing a I think I can spill the beans for like the next couple months. So I, I'm <laughs> gonna drop a song called "Shy" um, at the end of this month. I'm going to drop another version of "Flowers" with a feature that I'm very excited about. Um, that's a surprise, uh, but it's a girl. She's really, she's really, really good, and I'm excited to get her in the studio to be able to record that. And that's gonna be Valentine's Day. You know, it's gonna be along the lines of like that romantic thing. Yep. Um, and then. At the end of February, that I drop another single. So I'm dropping a lot of music coming up very soon. Yeah, that's literally this month. And in two months, you're releasing three songs. Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, so you're busy. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited about everything. It's, there's, there's a lot of stuff coming. Uh, music videos, all of that stuff, like things getting shot and worked on right now. So I'm just, yeah, I'm trying to, trying to breathe, keep my head above water right now. <laughs> <laughs>
I felt that. Well, I mean, what about performances? Are you just focused on music or are you thinking about performing anytime soon? Um, in two weeks, I have a performance with uh, like a small, intimate, more crowd. It's, it's going to be in a studio space. Um, it's going to be for content and whatnot, but it's going to open up the door for other performances. Um, I'm going to be looking into as many performances as possible, but right now that's all lined up. I just missed a performance last night because it was a family emergency. So like that was that was that was unfortunate, but um, yeah, looking forward to getting out there and doing uh, everything that I can live. So when it comes to like performances, new music releases, where would be the best place for someone to follow you so they can stay up to date? Um, you can follow me on all socials. It's Apollo Jones Official. So it's A-P-O-L-L-O-J-O-N-E-N-S-O-F-F-I-C-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-O. Yeah. There we go. We got a spelling bee champion over here. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of words. I, I'm lucky that uh, Apollo Jones, I spelled it in a song recently, so I, that, that's how I came out quick. But <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a big piece. There we go. Well, I mean, people can follow you on all social platforms. I'll also attach links onto this episode. So they're just a click away from your Spotify or whatever social platform. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. No problem. And I mean, that's actually going to be it for our podcast tonight. But I just want to say thank you for wanting to collaborate. I know Miles connected us, but I still appreciate you spending your time with me right now. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I really, I really appreciate the opportunity and I really enjoy my time. If you like this episode, don't forget to follow or subscribe for future episodes. And don't forget, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, at Culture Chords. Thanks for listening. Till next time. <laughs>